KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. Welcome back to another edition of the KPBS Cinema Junkie podcast. I'm Beth Accomando. San Diego Black Film Festival kicks off Wednesday, January 27th, and for more than 10 years, it has been shining what it calls a spotlight on African-American and African diaspora cinema. This year, the festival arrives on the heels of yet another very white crop of Oscar nominations. One film that focused on African-American themes that was nominated was Straight Outta Compton. Here's the trailer. I heard you've been spending a lot of time at your auntie house. How's the couch life? Yeah, my woman and my baby living there is hard, man. You know. Everybody can't do what you do. Really, what I do getting played out, Dre. Where the money at? Why you gotta be so ruthless, cuz? I make a few changes. Where you think you going? I'm just trying to get home. That's my son. You need to get back in the house or I will ruin your night. I gotta talk to my moms like that. You had the chance to change the situation. Would you take it? Just hit that first beat hard, all right? You cruising down the street. All right. Down the street in my 6'4. Hey, that was dope, eh? You're listening to Compton's very own Ice Cube, Easy E, and Dr. Dre. I gotta tell you, you are witnessing history. People are scared of you guys. You have a unique voice. The world needs to hear it. They want NWA? Let's give them NWA. Straight out of Compton, crazy mother. Straight Out of Compton received an original screenplay nomination, and the San Diego Black Film Festival will be holding a free community screening as part of the festival on Saturday. I spoke with festival director Karen Willis and asked if there was anything new or different at the festival this year. What's different this year, and we're very excited about it, is that we've added a pre-opening reception uh, this year. A lot of the other filmmakers, uh, excuse me, the other film festivals do it. They've done it for years, and we've resisted it. And so for the first time, we've added that, and it's a wonderful thing, and it gives a the the public and the attendees an opportunity to learn what's to come at the 2016 San Diego Black Film Festival. And so we've added our first pre-reception, which is uh, Wednesday, um, January 27th at 6 p.m. at the Jacobs Center out on Market Street. And it's free to the public. So we're very excited about that. And, and uh, we'll have a lot of the filmmakers that arrive early. We have actors, actresses is there. So it's a wonderful thing. So we're very excited about that. And I noticed you also have listed a, um, what you're a community screening of Straight Out of Compton, and what's that about? Yes, each year we've done this now for the last four years, whereby we give back to the community by offering what we call a community screening, and that's a complimentary screening of a major motion picture. This year, our focus is on Straight Out of Compton. Last year it was Selma, but Straight Out of Compton, uh, the special screening uh, will occur on uh, Saturday morning, 11 a.m. at the Reading Cinemas. And uh, at 5th and G in the Gaston Quarter, we're going to, we're working closely with Universal Studios with that. We're going to have giveaways, uh, surprise uh, appearances. And so, yes, we're very excited about our community screenings. And, and again, it gives us an opportunity to give back to the public and they really turn out for it. 
Now, your festival is coming on the heels of the Academy Award nominations being announced. And the once again, they've been very white and ignoring diversity. Do you feel that's bringing an extra spotlight or attention on the festival this year? It is. It's bringing all the media want to talk about it. You know, we've had from the L.A. Times to this, our sponsor, San Diego Union Tribune. Uh, they've interviewed me about it. It's apropos to us in that, you know, Spike Lee is very vocal and Spike has been to our festival. You know, he's been a part of the San Diego Black Film Festival a few years ago. Also, the San Diego Black Film Festival is really the only black film festival in the country uh, that's considered a, a Oscar buzz festival in that our festival... Uh, the timing of our festival uh, is right prior to the Oscars actually making uh, their uh, nominations known, okay? And so if you get into the San Diego Black Film Festival, such as like um, Selma last year, it sort of adds to the Oscar buzz, right, and everything. So we're And so because of our connection to that, I think that um, what has happened with the Oscars every year is really shameful, in my opinion, in that... African-Americans, whether it be their actors, actresses, they're in the mainstream of the motion picture industry. In the same respect that African-Americans are in the mainstream of the recording industry, right? And so, therefore, what if the the highest award uh, with the recording industry, which is the Grammys, right? Each year it would be 100% white, with the exception of one or two blacks winning for some music, you know. I mean, people would really be outraged. And so you're seeing now the actors and actresses in the motion picture industry, they're sort of speaking out saying, look, we're here and we want to be recognized. We don't accept that it just so happened that all the films that you nominate are white. So, but the wonderful thing is, is that I think Cheryl Boone, she's making some changes. The Academy president, she's announced some really dramatic changes in the way uh, the membership it works and all that. So I think real soon we're going to see some changes in the Academy whereby it won't automatically be you know, all white. It's easy to, to, to say, to see the academies being all white and then for people to say, well, they're just judging it based on the films. Well, why are they all white? Are you saying that the, only the whites are producing the, the best films? No, it has to do with the voting. So, but there's going to be some changes. And so we're happy to hear that. Well, it seems like the change that really needs to occur is that the people who are greenlighting the projects and the people who are creating the stories, there has to be more diversity there for a real change to take place. You better believe it. We, The San Diego Black Film Festival, we deal with all the major studios. This year we dealt, we dealt with MGM, uh, also this year Universal, uh, we've dealt with Paramount, and so we see it firsthand. I mean, it's it's there's not a lot of diversity in these executive positions in these studios, and 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 you're right. That's where the green lighting occurs, and so what what happens is, is that you see the the studios they start to cater and target. They know who the Academy voting members are. They know. I mean, it's, you know, they really do. Uh, take my word for it. And so they target them. And so it just so happened that they're unable to target many uh, minorities because they're just not there. So, yeah, the, it really starts with the studios, the green lighting, and it's sort of a game. And so, again, we, we're hoping that this changes real soon. 
Now, in terms of how you select the films for your festival, how many submissions did you get this year, and what are what is it that you're looking for in these films to make them worthwhile to showcase? Well, we receive hundreds each year. I think this year we got close to 300, something like 310 or somewhere like that. And normally we, we narrow them down um, to about 150 or 160, and then and we'll narrow it down. Then I'll come and I'll get involved usually when it gets to the 100 range, and then we'll narrow them down even more. And then with our process, we bring in filmmakers. We have a select committee of filmmakers each year who have submitted films to us, and we invite them to actually be a part of the film jury to help select these films. And so when they get involved, we're able to narrow it down to usually about 100 or right under 100. We normally, we screen over 100 each year, but only about 80 80, uh, 79 to 80 of them actually make it into the public. We usually reserve about 20 of them or more, what we call private screenings. They occur during the awards dinner. They, record, they occur during the filmmakers' breakfast where we'll show maybe four or five films that are shorts, you know, like that. So that's how. And then once that decision is made, that sort of makes for our official selection. And, and so it goes. So there's a, several levels there. Tell me about your opening night film. Well, the opening night film, we're very excited. <clears throat> and, um, excuse me, we have um, what we call opening night films, um, plural. There are normally two films that we show. And the two films this year, the, the actual feature film is called The Prodigal Song. Faith. Family. Forgiveness. Love. This is a story about music. And the two films this year, the, the actual feature film is called The Prodigal Song. And The Prodigal Song stars Chris Webb. And uh, it's really about a hip-hop artist who's becoming a star, but he's also really devoted to the church. And so he's sort of trying to weigh you know, him being a hip-hop artist with his devotion to the church. He's getting a lot of flack. And so the film sort of focuses on that. And we also have another film that we're excited about. It's called... Um, this Little Light of Mine, the story of Fannie Lou Hamer. I've heard several comments from people that was talking about with the people, for the people, and by the people. Being a black woman from Mississippi, I've learned that long ago that's not true. It's with a handful, for a handful, by a handful. But we're going to change that, baby. That's going to open for The Prodigal Song, and that's about a 30-minute film. The Prodigal Song is a 90-minute feature. And really, for the first time, we're, you know, we get to, you know, we're like the second, I think, film festival to screen uh, this film. And it basically sort of goes into the life of Fannie Lou Hamer, who was, she was a very important civil rights um, leader uh, during the time of Reverend uh, Martin Luther King. And she did a lot to bring attention to uh, voting rights. And, and so that's also going to screen as a part of the opening film. And can you tell me about your closing night movies? Well, yes. We devote our closing day uh, to what we call films from the, they're, film, they're foreign films from the African diaspora. What that means is that these are foreign films in various countries where black people, where there's a community of black people. This year we're focusing on, uh, we even have films from Italy this year. And one of the ones that we're very excited about is called Aslam, you know, and everything. And so we have films from Nigeria on the closing day. Olibri, that's a very big film also that day. Do you remember 
when oil was found in Oloibiri. <laughs> <laughs> and we all jumped about like monkeys. <laughs> when Lesh destroyed Oloibiri's uh, rivers and nuns, if I had protested and held my ground in the 60s, all this will not be happening. All this! Gunpowder. And his devils. And we have a couple of films from Brazil, one uh, called Osamba. Talking about the whole um, samba craze and all that. And so we have quite a selection of foreign films. And so if you really would like to learn more about foreign films and see some of them, what's to offer, come on Sunday, which is a closing day, and, and it starts at 11 a.m. And that's where you can see a great selection of foreign films from the African diaspora. Hearing you talk about the diversity of films that you're screening makes it feel even more of an oversight by the Academy that they couldn't find one or two. Talk about kind of the breadth of diversity you've got, because you've got shorts, features, documentaries, foreign. Yeah, so here it is. For example, every year, the San Diego Black Film Festival um, we are black film films, but we're very diverse. Uh, you'll find that there are whites in, in a lot of the movies. This year we have Delka, uh, which is um, um, produced, I uh, think, directed by an African-American. But it's the white, it's basic subject matter. It's not an African-American subject matter. They're in. Um, we have several films each year that are that are what we consider to be non-African-American. And so we even have diversity, <laughs> you know, at least uh, I think this year we have five films that would be considered non-African-American. And so I think they have no excuse. So we are very diverse. Everything from um, non-black films to GLBT. We have about um, I think we have six GLBT films in there this year. Uh, that's diversity. We also have Christian uh, films. You know, so it's really a it's, it it runs the whole gamut with us. Is there any uh, film or short that you'd like to particularly highlight that maybe is a smaller film that might get lost in the shuffle that you want people to come see? Yeah, there's a film called The Bravest, the Boldest. Uh, it's considered a sh- it's a short, it's a feature short because it's it's about 20 minutes and it's about um, it's very apropos to now because it's about a a mom who son is is out uh, fighting, you know, out in Iraq somewhere years ago. Basically, a couple of uh, people appear from the military to inform her that her son has been lost. And so she hears the knock at the door and she and they identify themselves and she knows what's going on. And she does everything she can to try not to open the door to hear the news. And so she sneaks out the back door. She goes into the laundry room to do laundry. And it's just a wonderful story um, and, until eventually she faced them and they'd give her the bad news. Saida Porter, I'm Major Dandridge. This is Lieutenant Torres. We're from the United States Army. We regret to inform you that your son, Private Corey Joseph Porter of the 82nd Airborne Division, been killed in action. It's called The Bravest, The Boldest, and that's one that really stands out to me. And do you have any uh, local filmmakers represented from San Diego? 
We do. The San Diego Black Film Festival, unlike a lot of other film fe- festivals, we don't segregate our local filmmakers. We don't, we don't have like a local film series. We put them right into the mainstream of the festival because we want to say to our local filmmakers, look, we're not going to point you out. <laughs> you know, you're here trying to get your film heard and seen all over the world. And so we're going to throw you in with the rest of them. That's how we've done, and it's worked out really well for us every year. I think we have um, at least three this year that are considered local and everything, but you will only discover it by coming to the festival and hearing the Q&A on it. And so that's how we handle local. We put the, our local into the mainstream where they don't feel local. We don't want them to feel that, oh, you know, we're just a local filmmaker here, and so please give us some attention. We're like, no, you're in a major film festival. You're going to be in with the big guys. Now, one of the things that's always appealing about festivals is this opportunity to interact with the filmmakers. So do you have a lot of filmmakers coming and doing Q&As? We do. We offer a Q&A on all of our films. You know, there are, So when the filmmakers are, are come to the San Diego Black Film Festival, they know that there's two big things that's going to occur. They're going to have an opportunity for Q&A. And they're all going to walk the red carpet and be there and get the attention. You know, it's, 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 you know, it's their night. It's, you know, so they're going to feel like they're at a major Hollywood premiere of their film. And so those are the two things that they look forward to every year, the filmmakers. We're considered a filmmaker's film festival because we really focus a lot on the filmmakers. And I would say 99% of our festival is focused on the independent filmmaker. And maybe we have one or two each year that we'll bring in that are considered major. But we never make our festival about, you know, um, the latest, you know, stars or actors in a film. Uh, we, we'll pick one or two. Now, does your festival do anything in terms of highlighting classics from the past or older films, or is it all kind of looking to contemporary work? It's all contemporary, but like, for example, this year we, we have films, of course, that uh, documentaries that incorporate old footage and all that. We have um, a movie this year called Lufthansa, which is about World War II uh, with a group of African-American soldiers who um, liberate um uh, a Holocaust uh, camp, you know, in, in Dakar, I believe it is. And they, they went there and sort of uh, done some, did some liberation, stuff like that in 1940s. And they show a lot of old clips, but we don't. When we first started, we focused on, I think our very first films was um, Oscar Michaud years ago, 14 years ago. And we just showed... That's going I got way my hands back. on yeah. <laughs> I got my hands on on I think six or seven of the old nineteen twenty ish Oscar Michaud films, and we sort of used that to to kick off the San Diego Black Film Festival, and it was a lot of fun. And I think the year after that, we did similar stuff. But by the third year, we were up and running, and we focused on contemporary films because the word was out that the San Diego Black Film Festival existed, and so. You know, we focus on current films now. Mm-hmm. And do you give out awards? Oh, we do. Uh, we have this year we've given out, we have 14 awards in various categories, um, 14 categories. And, uh, and it's been um, 14 to 15 categories probably for the last seven years now. And are these voted on by audience members or by a jury? The, kind, the, the same process. We have what we call the filmmakers who do what we call filmmakers' choice voting. And, and then, of course, we have the San Diego Black Film Festival jury 
uh, that votes on them. And our, again, we a lot of the festivals, they make a big deal out of, you know, everyone wants to talk about the film jury and all that. We we don't. We, we, uh, we have our film jury. We bring in our filmmakers. But... We don't make a big deal out of you know. We don't focus on them. You know they you know they keep quiet and 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 we just we just get a good selection that way. Mm-hmm. And then when are the awards given out? The awards uh, will be handed out during the San Diego Black Film Festival Awards Dinner and Gala, which is um, Saturday, uh, January thirtieth. Um, uh, and this year we're at we're taking over the Horton Grand Hotel. <laughs> we got the whole area, you know over there and uh, for the awards dinner and the awards dinner is hosted by actress Robin Givens. And if there are young filmmakers, young African American filmmakers out there right now beginning their careers, maybe still in film school, what kind of advice would you give them for what to do at this point in time? Well, I think they should continue to hone their craft um, and um, definitely uh, when they get a film, when they're done, where if they think that is, if they have the confidence, submit it into a film festival like the San Diego Black Film Festival because, you know, that's where it all really all starts, you know, or and or you attend a festival like the San Diego Black Film Festival because there is where you're going to find other filmmakers, right? You're going to find other up and coming actors and actresses, and you're going to get an opportunity to to network with them. So that's what I'd say. And if people want more information, can you tell them you have a website where they can go to? Yes, they can visit uh, San Diego Black Film Festival's website, which is sdbff.com. Um, they could also uh, give us a call at 619-234-0022. And, of course, please like us on Facebook. We're there, San Diego Black Film Festival. We're on Facebook as well as Twitter. All right. Is there anything else you want to add about the festival? Well, I want to say simply that um, uh, the festival runs January um, 27th through Sunday, January 31st. Come on out and have a good time. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another edition of the KPBS Cinema Junkie podcast. I'll follow up this podcast on the San Diego Black Film Festival with a discussion about underappreciated African-American directors on Friday. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or find it at kpbs.org slash junkiepodcast. Thanks again for listening. Till our next film fix, I'm Beth Accomando, your resident cinema junkie.
KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, a journey through computation, data analysis, and real-world applications. Learn more about the online Master of Data Science program from UC San Diego at omds.ucsd.edu.